1: Good morning, everybody. We're getting the show started here shortly. Uh, We're going live on so many platforms, but just know this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, and I'm so happy to have you guys listening here on iHeartRadio and Spreaker. Um, Playing around with some different things this morning. We're going to get the music started, get the streams going on Facebook um, and YouTube Live. Really, really excited about today. This is going to be a fascinating show. (laughs) Oh, my God. We're going to get this going now. What's up everybody? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Wow. God, just give me chills. Wow, good morning everybody. If you have not figured out by now, this is Joshua T's morning gratitude coming to you live from LiveMana Worldwide Studios in the heart of Little Italy, San Diego. What a freaking day. I can see, I can see. Oh my gosh. I gotta tell you something, my eyes finally opening. If you saw me yesterday <laughs> If you saw me yesterday, I looked like one-eyed Willie. It was terrible. Oh my gosh. Um I can finally see. I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning yesterday and I could not freaking see out of my eye. It felt like I got stabbed in the eye. And Ugh. Oh. So miraculously. I can see better. My eyes still shut. It looks like I got punched in the face. <laughs> but it's all good. I have a guest today. I didn't know I had a guest today. I had a guest. And then then I thought I couldn't find the guest. And then now she's disappeared again. And then I have a second guest. Oh, it's just all kinds of crazy this morning. So anyway, um, good morning, everybody. This is... Who is this singing? Don't I can't tell who this is, but this is... Um, an unsigned artist, remaking Don't Worry Child. Fantastic song. I don't know if our guest is gonna join or not. Who knows? I have so much to talk about today anyway. Um, Absolute crazy. Good morning, Tanya Brooks, good to see you. Veronica, good to see you, I can see. That's right, that's right, I can see. My eyes still a little scratchy, but you know, what are you gonna do? I dig this girl, man. Wow, she's good. So everybody listening live on iHeartRadio on Spreaker, everybody watching, there's our guest. Everybody, turn your yeah, you go. Everybody watching on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Good morning. This is Joshua T Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Um, What a day! Really quick, this broadcast is brought to you by Soco Cannabis Creations, the Melissa Hall TV Show, E360 TV, Color Evolution Cosmetics. Yeah, seriously. This guy knows cosmetics. And face camp skincare. Um, wow. So, really thankful to our sponsors. If you want information about them, I'll plug them in the comments later. Um, but I really, really, really quick, I am I have to say this without, you know, before we go anywhere else. I am grateful for sight. <laughs> i I gotta tell you, only having operating out of one eye yesterday, if I could even open the left eye, it's, it's crazy. You, your your eye, it I couldn't open this eye and then it made it hard to open that eye. Now I don't know why in the heck that's my left eye if you're listening on the radio. I don't know why, but I was like, it was struggling even with this eye. Oh, look, I looked at some of the video yesterday and I felt sorry for myself. Um, So really quick, everybody that is listening on the radio right now, you can watch this madness on YouTube, Um, but you can also go to Facebook and just look up Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. You can join the conversation with these amazing, lovely people. Veronica, good to see you. Tanya, good to see you. I hope you're healing. Bonnie, good to see you as always. Bradley, my man, God bless you. Thank you for joining the show. Um, I'm fired up though today because now I can see out of this eye, but I got to tell you, I, my gratitude for sight is probably gone through the roof because I was running into stuff yesterday and it was the most excruciating pain ever. Um, we have a great guest today and I, it's funny when I was looking at my calendars, like crap, I can't find her online. can't find her online. And then what I realized was we're not friends on Facebook. That's why I couldn't find her. So (laughs) I didn't know, I didn't announce our guest today so I'm a big fat butthead I'm sorry but we have two guests today Um, we have a friend gonna drop in to talk about his new magazine success profiles which is terrific Um, I think he's got Kevin Harrington on the cover this month Um, really really great and of course it's so great to see you guys but our first guest and I don't have a bio on her I just know that she's kind of awesome so we're gonna bring her on the show Oh, and before the show ends, I may go long today because I want to talk about outwitting the devil. And I want to talk about RSO and a few other things. Oh, one more thing. Amy Turner, good to see you. Hey, good to see you, Amy. Okay, hold on. I want to read something. I thought this was really powerful. Kelly, forgive me. I'm getting to you in just a second. I gotta read this though. So I've been really, really, really felt like in this in the prayers that I'm doing lately. Like I'm really discovering my need, not need, my calling to lead and to be a leader. And I really realized that I don't have the tools. I'm not equipped to be the leader that I feel like I'm called to be. So I'm doing a lot of things to do that. And one of the things I'm doing is reading a a devotional by John Maxwell. I'm sure you guys know him. Um, And I'm going to read you something from that today. And then also... Um, I'm, I, I've, I'm, next weekend I start some of the deepest hardest work I've ever done in my life I'm going to an extensive training called the Asc- Ascension Leadership Academy And basically I'm gonna get my butt kicked and get rid of all of the baggage I'm gonna get rid of all of these layers that you know as much as I try to dig It's like this, you know if you're gonna have to chop off your arm Do you want to do it yourself or do you want someone else to do it? So I don't really think I want to chop off my arm so I'm going to have somebody else do it, and I'm really, really excited about it because I'm ready to break down every barrier that's held me back, and so I'm going to just basically go get my butt kicked for four months. Anyway, my light went off. These, these lights suck, by the way. Anyway, Rachel, Veronica, Amy, good to see you. I'm going to read this really quick, and we're going to get to our guest. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ. Think of a friend, colleague, or family member or mentor whom you greatly admire. Wait, this is the wrong one. I'm reading the wrong one. Never mind. We'll read it after the show. I don't want to lose the audience. Anyway, let's get, let's get Kelly on the phone. I'm so excited. I, did I say the phone? I said the phone. I said the phone. What is wrong with me? I listen I first of all welcome to the show and and, and and if you're asking yourself is it usually this crazy yes it's really this crazy I've been on the radio now for three weeks and I cannot I, 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 I guess I've just chosen not to get the intro down right and then yesterday when I was looking to promote you I couldn't find you online I'm like am I spelling her name wrong what the heck's going on now I realize it's because we're not friends on Facebook and that's why I couldn't find you. So, I'm a dummy. I'm sorry. But I'm so grateful to have you on the show. And, man, you've got a pretty I'm smile. Sure. How was your Valentine's Day? It was amazing. <laughs> yeah? Was really great. What'd you do? I discovered that I, I think my daughter might be an Olympian. She's only two, but well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Wait, so what did she do? She didn't jump off the balcony, did she?
2: Right. And she's only two, so she couldn't do it. And I'm saying, baby, you're too small. You can't do it. And she threw a temper tantrum, jumped on the slide, and forced her way up. And I said, you know what, Josh?
1: I'll never say that to her again. (laughs) No. Hey, speaking of that, really quick, Facebook audience, good to see you, Jamie McCormick. Welcome, Uh, Amy Turner. Welcome. Wow. So Kelly, I wanna I wanna say something because I'm gonna skip. We have to go ask what you're grateful for today, but. Uh I want to go to something i have a friend named gia Luca gibbons he's a he's a speaker he's it plays the saxophone he's an actor um he's a visionary speaker he's one of i mean he's terrific he's like 22 23 years old and he gave a visionary speech usually for me i'm a visionary and i like to speak on vision but i also went through a lot of stuff and so, so a lot of it was self-inflicted too but I'm used to vision coming out of like pain and suffering and I, and, and that is where in that choice that we make as man to to choose our path or to walk away from it, to use our gifts for ourselves or to use it for others. But when he was giving this speech, he was talking about really this amazingly charmed life that he had. And he was talking about wanting to build a pirate ship. Well, the problem was like, he, he had lived on the coast for a little bit, but then moved really far inland in Africa, and he wanted to build this pirate ship. And, and it made no sense at all for him to build a pirate ship. None. Because where was he going to do with the pirate ship? He was not even near water. So, but no one ever told him he couldn't. They only told him they could, and they encouraged him, and they motivated him. And now this guy is like, tra- he's transforming the world because no one ever said, no, you can't. And, so it's a beautiful thing so I want to acknowledge you for noticing that I know it's as simple as your two-year-old daughter becoming an Olympian
0: <laughs>
1: but the fact is now you know don't ever tell her she cannot do something because odds you know if she puts her mind to it and she puts the work in she's gonna make it happen if that's what she wants for her life so anyway with that said thank you so much for being on the show Kelly what are you grateful for today
2: That's right. Damn He Taught me something that day. You know, we were complete strangers. I reached out to him on a chance, and he connected me to you, just really to be in service and for no other reason. And he reminded me how important you know human connection is. And I'm an online entrepreneur, so I live behind the computer. And you can forget, you know, today's busy, fast-paced social media world. How important it is to connect and support other people making connections. Right. So,
1: really grateful for him today I I love that I love that and and Lauren is one of my favorite people on the planet um Nick Harris good to see you thank you so much for sharing the video guys this is going to be a fun show today so if you want to share the video and get the word out it's going to be it's going to be fun I because I'm in one of those moods there's no telling what will come out of my mouth um so are you is are you a coaching client of Lauren's I'm not oh now my god we've talked on the phone now I remember who you are I'm okay oh my gosh guys this is this oh now see now I'm really upset with myself good morning Lisa I'm really upset with myself because we had this amazing conversation I'm like I don't remember who this is I have the worst memory I I remember today and a hundred years from now that's it so I, I, I oh my gosh I'm so happy to have you here how's okay so really quick, this is amazing. Guys, I'm serious. You want to share this video. This is really, really cool stuff. Tell everybody what you're up to. This is amazing. So, I'm in the process of adopting
2: a little girl all by myself. She's a foster child, two years old. And she hasn't had a family since she was four months old. Um, she has been through more, by like, two years old than most people go through you know, to their preteen years, and I just want to provide her an amazing, an amazing life. Um, I'm single, and I'm doing this by myself, and I, I think the reason I wanted to come on and share with you, um, and for once not talking about business, is to encourage other women, if you're single, to consider um, an, 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 a different type of motherhood.
1: Ooh. Wow. So. How, now, how how old is your daughter? She just
2: turned
1: two. She do, she just turned, and that's the Olympian. That's the Olympian. And you wow! You if you adopted if you adopted an Olympian, <laughs> what? Are they, I mean, I mean it's better than a serial killer. I mean, you know, that was uncalled for. I'm sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I apologize about that. Okay, so tell tell everybody a little bit about. Like, when, when did you go, you know what, I want to adopt a child? Because that is a big decision. Like, there's a lot of people that go, hey, I want to have kids. And then they go, they make a child. And then they go, no, oh, that was a terrible idea. Like, or, or, or they don't even like other people's kids. But what, the, the sacrifice of adopting a child that's not yours. That, that is, that's big stuff. What led you to do that?
2: Well, you know, there's a two-part answer to that question. So the first part is, my mother's a doctor. So there was always in the back of my mind the idea that I might like to do for someone else what was done for my mom. Right. It's something you say to yourself when you're, you know, eight years old. And it sits in the back of your mind, but 32 years later, you haven't taken any action towards it because you're still kind of following society's plan. Right. (laughs) And the second answer is, on November 3rd, I was with a client who adopted a child. And he was the most hardcore, all-business, no-nonsense guy you ever wanna meet. And when I sat down with him and he had his new baby in his arms, he was just a big marshmallow. I mean, (laughs) he was all loved and baby clothes and (laughs) just a completely changed person. And I walked out of his house that day, this is just November 3rd of this past, Year, right. and I said I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to be a mom, and not three weeks later, someone bought
1: me a baby. It happened that fast. It
2: happened that fast before
1: Thanksgiving. You couldn't have I- had a child fast that faster than that. Sorry, I didn't make <laughs> it. I, like instababy.com, is that is that a website? How did you get? I thought the process took years. Right. Like something I planned to do one day and she learned about a foster child who had been displaced twice. Displaced is when, you know, a potential family falls through. Wow.
2: Part of why I think she's been through so much. She's lost two families before two years old. And um, you know, she heard about the, the child, the baby, and she said, Well, Kelly always wanted to do this. Let's let's see if she's on board to give it to, to meet this child. And, So, yeah, you know, I always thought that it would take years. I thought that it would cost tens of thousands of dollars to adopt and I would need to, you know, have this amazing nest egg to pull it off. And and I thought it was going to be this really long process, but I think
1: people overlook the foster care system. True. Go ahead.
2: people about the idea of foster care but it's, it's amazing and I had no idea how
1: many children were looking for moms but also this is a doable process wow um, hold on Bonnie says who wants to adopt me <laughs> Bonnie I don't even <laughs> um, no comment Bonnie um, I I got a question so, and, and maybe this is because of where I was at in my life, but like other people's kids are t- tough to love. Like it's, it's cute when you go, oh, hey nephew, you're awesome. I love you. I love hanging out with you. Okay, that's been a couple hours. Go back to your mom. Stepkids, which I think any man, any man or woman that steps into a relationship with other people's kids that steps up and and, and plays the role the way that they're supposed to play it, God bless them. But I gotta tell you, I'm gonna be honest. Like in my one of my marriages, the hardest thing for me was really just to unconditionally love someone else's kids that were, well, little brats. And and I like, and I didn't understand them. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. That's weird. I don't understand that. What language is that? I don't get it. And, and I, I mean, mind you, I was a very self-absorbed prick then. But how? Like I, I haven't gotten to that place now uh, yet of loving something that wasn't mine unconditionally. How do you get there, or, or or is that something that you just have? Is it just a heart for love, or is there or to learn to love this child like your own? Is it a learning experience?
2: I think there's three parts to it. So the first part is empathy, uh, and. One of the things that they teach you when you get licensed as a foster parent, you have to go through training, and they talk about brain development and how an abused child, like if you actually put their brain scans side by side, right, it's smaller brain, like stunted in growth. That explains everything. And they everything. take you through all this training to understand and empathize with what kids may have experienced before they came into your space. So they oh, wow. create an environment of empathy which I think is the first part. Right. Empathizing with what a child might have been through that creates this bright behavior, because if they can't tell you what happened, they'll act it out,
1: right? Right. Um, and so understanding what it is that you're seeing. The second part is a decision. <laughs> oh, my God. Decision,
2: And I think love in any capacity is a decision, whether it's man to woman, friendship. Um, I've got some friends that not everybody might like. <laughs> It's <laughs> making a decision, right? That this is something that you really and truly want to do, that you're going to do. And then for me, the third part of it was I think I've been through so much, you know, self. Uh, what do they call it? Um, oh, I can't think of the word right this second. But I've been to like, every Tony Robbins event. I've been through all this stuff. I know that the brain can change. I know that you can literally change the way people think. Mm-hmm. I know that people can change the way that they act. So there's a little faith involved there as well.
1: I love that. And you're right, because I have a pea brain. Um, <laughs> I I honestly, that is one of the things that I'm doing. I, I'm serious. Like, I have a very small brain. Because, again, I had some things happen when I was young. And then it turned from that to self-inflicting, abusing myself. So, like, really... If I go by the chart of when I started really trying to work, I think I'm actually nine and a half years old <laughs> in a 38-year-old man's body. I'm, I'm nine and a half years old. And one of the things that I'm trying to do is to basically grow my brain and to start thinking like an adult as far as making decisions. And I'm, I started listening because I couldn't open my freaking eye yesterday, but I, I, was, I was started listening to Outwitting the Devil and wow. Um, but there's so much there and it's like, oh, okay, I'm doing this right, doing this right. And then I realized, oh, man, I'm really messing up. And like, like, so there's all these things that I need to grow in to become a full-brained human. So I'm doing a lot of the work to get there. So I, I, I appreciate what you said about empathy because that is something now that I'm actually learning to have. I have empathy for the first time in my life. And so that makes sense that I'm starting to feel love towards people and things that I had never felt before. I have friends for the first time. I, and, and again, friends from, that I grew up with, don't take offense to this, but I was a broken, broken kid and it did not have the capacity for love or being true to you or anybody else. And, and now that I'm becoming that, I'm able to receive love from people and, and give love, but it does start with empathy and compassion oh wow I just had a breakthrough interesting that makes that makes things make so much sense okay enough about me that's so that's amazing so that's really cool that they teach that because it is that was because that compassion is what led me to forgiving and, and 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 forgiving is what really started to set me free so that's beautiful wow that's beautiful. That's good stuff. So, what are some of your fears of adopting a child? Like, I mean, you're already through the process, and and you're and you've done it like so fast, so quickly. But what kind of fears did you have that you overcame, and what fears do you have now?
2: Uh, my the fear that I had that I overcame uh, because she had experienced so much trauma. I was concerned about her brain development, and not concerned in the standpoint that I wouldn't take her, but just. We up. so many people back mm. and in so many different ways from loving from you know chasing your dreams from taking on a little adventure so I just wonder worried can I can I make her feel safe
1: that sounds like a mother's love to me Wow that's amazing God and that and everything that you just said right there is fear and, and what fear does fear the lies that fear tells us you know and fear, even you wanted you to protect her from, you know, when she was being an Olympian <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. But then you realize like, hey, no, let's let her do this. Let's push her to, yeah. to succeed and it's it's going to be okay. And that's so, it's it's so, this is actually, it's so funny that we're talking about adoption yet and and your fears with that. But yet how it applies to everyone that's watching right now. On YouTube and Facebook and everyone listening on iHeartRadio and Spreaker, it's like it applies. Fear holds us back. Fear tells us lies. It plants these little seeds so that we go the opposite way and we run from our purpose. We run from our calling. We run from living the way that we know is the right way. And I find that so beautiful. Now, what fears, what, what, so you, or you've you actually addressed both with that question. That's great. So, tell me the thing that you're excited about the most about adopting a child.
2: I, I think what excites me the most is watching her become who she's going to be. And if I had a third fear, it would be that I might hold her back. So, I'm really trying to pay attention and just move with her. <laughs> right. But I learned something new from her every day. And she taught me something yesterday, you know, when she fought her way to the top. She taught me a lesson that I want to stay conscious of, because how many times has a mom said, no, 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 don't do that, you know, when they really felt this, the, the need to have this sense of accomplishment, you know? When she got to the top of that slide, she cheered herself, and she was ready to go. Like, that's it. You know, sense of satisfaction, let's go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Well, we down, you know?
1: Chick-fil-A sounds good, actually. Um yeah. You know, and I I just a thought came to me as as you mentioned that you were worried because when she was 2, she had all of that trauma. I got to tell you that looking back at the trauma that I was that I that happened to me and what I did to myself, now I wouldn't be able to say this if I didn't survive it. But because I did, I honestly can look back at that and go my passion, my fire, my my love for helping other people and serving others—it it, it comes; it all is rooted from that pain and that that hurt. And I almost think it's what has shown me what my superpowers can be. I don't think I fully i know I haven't fully embraced them yet, but I think there's an element to that that. I look, and I look at now and say, I don't think I would have this if I had not, had not gone through all that. I would not be able to have the level of compassion I had had I not gone through that. At the same time, she's two. And, and, and so, like, how much life has she really experienced? But yet, there's something that tells me that what she experienced so young is where that fire is coming from now. And now that she's been blessed to have you as a mother, and yes, life is going to happen... But now, what you do is you get to heal her mind earlier, so now she can fully embrace who she is. And there's no telling she, whether it's an Olympian, the president, whoever. Of course, I don't know anyone that would want that job, um, <laughs> but I, I, I just, I, I, I love that, and and I just, I, I'm so. It's so encouraging to see somebody sacrifice. On, on behalf of others and with adoption being a problem, I have a really good friend named Manny Lopez who runs the Cervex event. He knows Lauren because Lauren's spoken there a few times and it's, they give back to the foster system and Manny, Manny is starting his own foster system. And now he's got a TV show coming out where they're you know, sponsoring um, orphans that are coming into the adult world. That is – it's it's so inspiring to see that and so inspiring to be around people that are doing this because, to be honest with you, six, seven months ago, I didn't know that foster kids were given trash bags when they left a the home. I didn't know that. I didn't know about the sexual and physical and mental and emotional abuse that foster kids suffered. Like, now that I'm aware of that, people like yourself inspire the crap out of me. Like, that's why – and I hate again that I completely forgot that you, you know, couldn't find you to, to say, hey, you're coming on the show. But I am inspired by people like you because it's something that it shows me a level of compassion that I can get to in that ultimate love because love is like the ultimate fuel in the world. Screw gasoline. Fuel, like, love is it, what love can do in people is magical. And and what you're doing again, it just it makes me want to strive to be better. And I hope it encourages other people to to consider this as an option. Um, what um so with you with you now doing this and you've kind of you've, you're, you've worked through the fears um, you, you as a single mother. Like what what are some of the challenges that you could tell the audience about being a single mother that adopted? What are some of the challenges that you faced? And, and tell us how you overcame them.
2: I'm still working.
1: <laughs> You're still learning? The biggest like time management, of course. You know, I'm
2: used to it just being me and jetting to the left, jetting to the right. If somebody says, come speak in Miami, you know, I pack my bag, I'm out the door. Well, that's different now. And I'm actually restructuring my life around becoming a new mom. So you know, instead of traveling to speak, people now will come to me for my events and my retreat. So, but that's a big deal to change your entire business model. Right. Uh, but what I would say about that for anyone listening who's contemplated this, you know, last year was probably my biggest year in terms of actual accomplishments. You know, going bestseller, getting an award, all these these accolades, speaking everywhere, and it was probably my most unhappy year. Oh. The year. That I was the least fulfilled in my life. Right. And so I was absolutely miserable. <laughs> and it was so unfulfilling. And since I started this process, I'm making all these changes to accommodate. And people have referred to it as the sacrifice. And I think in some instances it is. But I haven't been, I, I can't even remember having been this happy. And we're still in the process transient look we're not even all the way there yet Um, and fulfilled because she's filled all the you know when we're trying to build ourselves as people we have cracks we get some things right we're confident on the outside but there's there's cracks beneath the surface and she's filling a lot of those cracks just being this fascinating little person that I get to know and I learn something new about her every day and she's an adventure (laughs) she really is but it's fulfilling an wanted to make sure i said that before you know leaving today and leaving the show yeah there's some sacrifices in terms of time and retreats but she had a lot to offer
1: too wow that is so cool um i yeah i'm really really inspired by this and by you and i i remember our conversation going man she's going to be awesome um i i really i do appreciate you coming on the show um are you planning on speaking still? I mean, is that are you changing the direction of your speaking now because you've adopted a child? Uh, what, what, tell me about your mission. So I am.
2: What I actually do, um, I've written five books, and I help primarily speakers who want to get their nonfiction books published and marketed and launched so they're not just in the trunk of their car. Right. Um, but I am inspired. Two reasons. One because I think my mission has changed, and that's part of why this happened as fast as it did. Right. So that I could change my mission in action (laughs) with people like Lauren. Uh, but I'm also writing her story so she'll have it because one day she's gonna have questions. You know, what happened to my mom? Where did she go? What how did this happen? Did she leave me? And I want her to know that she wasn't a discarded child, that she was a deliberate child. I mean, she was literally I can scare a lot of people uh, listening to your show right now, with some of the things that happened to make this possible uh, that just showed up right on time. And so I, I'll be writing her story, and I know that my mission is changing to help other single women become mothers uh, in, a, in a way that has happened so organically and so beautifully and to fulfill a
1: need that her parents for these foster children. That's so cool. Well, look, I really am grateful for you coming on the show today. Um, you're a delight. I want to actually have you come back on another time. Um, I want to talk about what you're doing with books and authors because there's a lot of people here. Um, you know, Veronica, Dr. Garcia, Stella, Jeff. I mean, I'm Bonnie. You have a book in you too. Like all of Mar- Martin, Mr. Lopez. Good to see you, my man. Um, you know, and there are people listening on iHeartRadio and Spreaker and listening on YouTube that... You know they have a story in them, so I, I would like to bring you on again to discuss that and also do an update because people are gonna. Pe- there, there's Lauren Harris right there. They're gonna want to know about your story and and what you've done and 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 I and it just and also they're gonna want to know like how everything's going. So I'm I'm so grateful that you came on the show and Thanks. you're just such a you're just such a delight. Like I just want to give you a hug. I can't. <laughs> you're amazing.
2: Virtual hug.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so for coming on the show, uh, what is your daughter's name? I can't say her Oh, name. this is She's official. But we call her Heaven. For the first okay. Of the show. So, because you and Heaven came on the show today, I'm going to give you a giraffe. Awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, you you cannot give it away and you cannot sell it. What are you going to do with it? It's a real giraffe It's a real giraffe Oh, it's a real giraffe? Yeah, 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 yeah Can I visit it? <laughs> no, no, it's yours it's, I'm dropping it off on your front door Oh, then what am I going to do with it? Yeah, you can't sell it or give it away Oh my god, i would probably try to find a way to share it as an amusement for kids I think that would be
2: so cool Can you imagine going to the park and there's a giraffe
1: just hanging out there? That would be awesome I agree Um. Oh, Mr. Awesome Eric Swanson wants to invite you to the Habitude Warrior Conference. He's buying you a ticket. Oh my gosh. That's That's Mr. Awesome too. That's a that's a big deal. Dad gum, man. That Eric, you're the man. Dad (laughs) gum. Well, look, you you are a, a blessing. You are inspiring. I and your smile is freaking fantastic. Um, thank you for being on the show. Seriously. So much. All right. I'll talk to you soon.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Bye. How freaking cool is she? I can't believe... I cannot believe that I didn't schedule. I I remember our conversation word for word, but I didn't remember the name. I got to work on that. That's something I get better. This is why I put out on Facebook that I need a scheduler because I need somebody to remind me of things. I'm, I'm doing so many things that I, ugh, I just... I just assume that I'm Facebook friends with everybody I have on the show, and that's not true because I, the guests that I have scheduled the next two months are from all over the place and not even Facebook. By the way, whoever makes these lights—okay, if you can only see this if you're watching—but whoever makes these lights, they're awful. I need new ones. These are so bad, but they were only five bucks. So what are you gonna what are you gonna do? Um, I how can you contain your excitement? I can never contain my excitement. She is inspiring, Mr. Swanson. And Lauren Harris says, I told you, of course. Yeah, she's incredible. D- Mr. Harris, you've never been wrong. Jordan, good to see you. Good morning, everybody. So, okay. So let's do this real quick. I don't, how many of you guys know about... Uh, actually, no. Check that. I got to do this first. This is the leadership thing that I wanted to read you earlier today by Mr. Maxwell. Uh, Whoever wants to become a great, whoever wants to become great among you must enter, must be your servant. God, I can't read today. The heart of leadership is based on serving others, not yourself. When you humble yourself and make serving others a core part of your leadership values, you will help and empower others. That's because servant leadership is all about the person you serve. To grow in effectiveness, you must value what is valuable to that person. It is not enough just to get better. You must get better in the areas that are important to you, important to the ones you we serve. As a leader, do you possess what your team members need, specifically in the areas that can benefit your people? More than 20 years ago, Charlie Wetzel came alongside me to help with writing my load, with my writing load. Charlie could write, but he didn't really know me well. The first thing I did was give him a set of 100 of my lessons on cassette so that he could start understanding my speaking style, but I knew that wasn't enough. I needed to be proactive in serving him so he could serve me and my organizations. One of the things I did was give Charlie a book of quotes and ask him to mark the ones he considered the best. After he did that, I looked through the same book and marked the quotes I thought were the best. Then we compared our choices. In the beginning, 90% of our choices didn't match. So, I explained why I liked the quotes and I picked so he understood my thinking. Then we did this exercise again and again, and after doing it a few times, our choices matched 90% of the time. If I hadn't taken responsibility for trying to help Charlie, it would have made his job more difficult. To bring out the best in others, first have to bring out the best in me. I cannot give what I do not have. Get that right. I cannot give what I do not have. Neither can you as a servant leader, you can improve yourself in areas that are important to people who lead. Not only do you get better, but you make the person you serve better. That compounds your and their effectiveness and, and it has a high return both personally and organizationally. The wins you experience on the outside with your team will be the result of your victories. You first experience on the inside. So I'm reading this because I think it's extremely important. Um, I, as you know, I'm, I'm I'm going through something right now where I'm trying to be a better leader. I'm realizing part of what I was called to do. I, I I need to be a great leader, and that means I've got to really do work on myself first. I've got some layers to peel back. I'm really really excited about really disciplining myself to learn to be a better leader, but also to get rid of my crap because I still got crap, you know. I, I made a life change almost three years ago, and yet I, I still have crap. I still am like, I'm still edgy sometimes. I'm still like, I, I do worry sometimes. Sometimes I doubt what I'm able to do. Sometimes I, I have fear. Sometimes I have those things, and sometimes I get in my own way. And there's areas that I want to work on. Like, I want to be better, my health. I want to improve my health. I want to be, um, uh, be smarter with money. I want to be smarter with what I eat. And so, and that's more than just my health. Like, For instance, I didn't go to the doctor yesterday with my eye. Well, that was stupid. I, I'm going to go today. But that was stupid. I should have went last night because if I would have lost my eye, I would have kept running into things. So like, that, that's, that's irresponsible. That's on me. That's bad. That's not a good leader. Um, but I'm really pumped about going to ALA because I'm ready to just rip things apart. Because I want, to, I want to be set free. Um, so I'm reading about... So one thing, I'm waiting for our other guest. Um, and Kelly, you can actually... You can close your phone out, by the way. You don't have to hang in the lobby. <laughs> um, so really, everyone listening on iHeartRadio and Spreaker, everybody watching live on YouTube and Facebook, welcome to the craziness now. Um, I'm really excited to have Brian come on the show to talk about his new magazine in a second. But I started watching Outwitting the Devil, and and or listening to it on YouTube as last night I was I was laying in bed. Wow, what a book. Have you guys read it? Have any of you read it? Lauren, Jordan, Bonnie, Eric, Christina, Enos, Stella, Aaron, Veronica, you guys read it? Crazy book. And and it's and literally I, I could just imagine myself sitting across from the devil talking to him, picking him his brain. And I was actually kind of envious of <laughs> Napoleon Hill because um, I mean I don't know if he really interviewed the devil or not but you know I was just visualizing Napoleon Hill sitting there with the devil having this conversation about the secrets and, and the secrets that he can't lie he can't lie um, to, to, to Napoleon Hill as he's getting the interviewed and it's a mind-boggling breakthrough now I obviously I can see why people of certain faiths would find this book highly offensive like highly offensive and because it basically steps all over the religious throats and as you guys know i'm a follower of christ um that's who i follow but i don't identify as a christian and because again the my view of what that is is that that's who that's who i pray to is jesus right so but i also 100 like point nine percent of what I've read so far in think uh in 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 outwitting the devil is I think to be true because I do believe in science but I also believe that God created science and you can call God whatever you want but I call him God and I call my savior Jesus but you can also look at it from the belief that every other religion has had a savior and and they've and 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 you and this is going to really make Christians mad but I don't care um but they all have some, a, a, a figure like Jesus that saved them, and it could be from the first generation of time, or the second, or third, or fourth, or fifth, and so and that's fine. I didn't live then, okay. So if that was what worked for them and they ended up in heaven, then I who am I to argue? Okay, I can't. I wasn't there, but I can't argue with what is happening in this book so far. I'm not all the way through it. But it all makes sense because, and, and and if you read Jesus's teachings, if you read the actual words that he said, then it basically is agreeing with this book, it, for, you know, and and, and following and, and living like Jesus. That's why I say I follow Jesus. Is I strive to be a better man. I strive to be that holy and that pure. I got a long way to go, I got a really long way to go. But also part of that and improving that is also breaking down the muck and yuck and crap that I have that's causing me my limiting beliefs that's causing me sometimes to listen to the enemy's voice instead of mine and like I I don't have it all figured out like I'm still learning the Bible like I'm reading the Bible and understanding it but what I've read of the Bible so far is it's and, and not what you learn in church not what you learn in church not what you learn from religion but when you actually pick up the Bible and read it and you read Jesus' teachings and you read God's word it, it it's right in line with this book and if you people think that the Holy Bible is not a scientific book you're out of your freaking mind of course it is if you think that the, 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 the universal energy is an accident it, you, you're nuts you're nuts it's 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 there is true. I don't believe that you can sit there and think and grow rich because you've got to take action. You've got to feed your mind the right way. You like doubt. Like when you doubt yourself when you have fear. That's all the enemy that isn't you. And it is true if you believe in and intentionally live your life and you work towards what you were called to do and you know what you're called to do. I don't care. Like it's it's that it's inside you. You know, you know the things that bring you joy. You know the things that get you all fired up and you want to just knock someone out because you want to defend it, you want to fight for it. You know that. That's where your passion is. It's somewhere inside there. It is. I can't I I can't answer for you what it is. I can help you get there, um, when we have a conversation. But I mean, there's something extremely, extremely powerful about that, that the book and the teachings and how the mind works and you can't like God didn't give us the brain a brain for, for no reason, you know, and so I really love this book. But I also love how the fact that it actually makes my faith stronger. I the reason I'm talking about this, by the way, is because I posted last night that I'm watching this and I thought it was one of the most cleverly written books ever that somehow was interpreted to. Oh, now I'm I, I don't follow Jesus. That 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 was a statement that was made. Well, that's not true. I very much so follow Jesus. In fact, it's made my faith stronger that book. Even though that book is mocks religion for the most part and shuts it down, well, you know what? It <laughs> I, I I don't really believe in religion either. I mean, explain this. You go to church. Good morning, Harold. Good morning, Bonnie. Ben gay. Good to see you, sir. Dr. Garcia. Um, It is, do we really get to go to heaven? Yes, there's a heaven, Bonnie. I really believe there's a heaven. Yes, absolutely. Um, But this is, so this book, if anything, has strengthened my faith because I do believe what you can worship, like, like I worship Jesus. That's who I worship. So to say that I I don't believe now or I don't follow because I think that Napoleon Hill's onto something with that book, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Because it's not true. You don't know how I pray. You don't know who I pray to. I make it pretty clear on the show who I pray to. But it doesn't change my faith because I believe in the powers of the universe, the laws of the universe, the laws of just living. Like what's wrong with that? Like how, why, like, if you really think the earth is 2,000 years old, you're a freaking moron too. I also really believe that it's a huge possibility. It's a huge possibility that Jesus has died and come back multiple times. In other words, for every civilization that ends, I believe there's a new savior. I think that that is very likely. I really do. How else would teachings get passed down the way they do? Like there's something else there. And the reason why we don't have this information is because I don't think people want us to know it. I think a lot of the way the world really works, there's people out there that don't want us to know. It benefits a certain few to have the rest of us going against each other. It benefits it, 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 it benefits the elite. I'm going to get into my now my belief about a few people that, you know. That really control the world and the wars and everything that's going on. Think about it. If war was if, if war was a real thing, like re- we were really upset with another country and they were doing something we didn't like, and so we have to go fight that war. Okay, so explain to me why we our our government started. <laughs> The, the, the funding this the funding for 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 wars comes from the drug trade but yet oh when the government oh we're to the war on drugs we're fighting drugs we're doing this we're doing that do you know our government could end the drug war in about i don't know 90 days if they wanted to think about it man this the information is all out there the information is all out there so if we, ha- we have the- we have the news that lies to us. If you watch the news, you're crazy because there's nothing on the news that's true. They're giving you opinions. They're not giving you facts. Facts is when you report the news after it's happened. What they are doing is giving you opinion, 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 and they're training your mind. They're training your mind to believe a certain way. And then, of course, we're distracted by everything else. There's sex everywhere. We are numbing our senses with alcohol and with uh, other drugs. And I'm I'm just as guilty. The food we eat, the food we eat is, is poisoning us. Like I'm I'm really, really just like starting to dive into this world that maybe I shouldn't dive in, but understanding the pineal gland and how important it is. And and, and if that if that's not real, if that the pineal gland doesn't really give you the, the powers that, that it says it does, explain to me how when I start eliminating the meat out of my life and I start eating more vegetables and and plant-based foods explain to me how I start doing that all of a sudden my vision is even more clear explain to me how when I do not drink alcohol the next day my vision is more clear when I don't drink water from the tap and I drink distilled water explain to me why my vision is more clear in my determination in my drive in my power is, is is stronger. My desire now to just go in and just rip apart everything that I've been trained and, and, and told to believe. Think of like all that, my free, the three, the free thought, the clear thought, the open mind, the being clear, being able to connect with God in ways that I've never connected with God before. How does that happen? If, if, Someone is not trying, if, if I go, hey, I'm told to do this and this is okay, I'm told all oh, this is fine, but I go, nah, that didn't feel right. I get, the, get rid of that out of my life. I get rid of that out of my life and then all of a sudden now I'm seeing things more clearly. Now when I pray, the strength of my prayers, the power of my prayers, I can feel them. Explain to me that. But yet, society, it, it tells us that, oh, this is what we need to eat. This is okay. And, and in these commercials that are forced down our throat that... You know make us just want to buy and spend and 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 we everything has been over sexualized and i'm going on this uh, it, it it's all stuff that's taking us away from us like we're focused on everything else but us and our connection to god and by removing all of that stuff slowly but surely i'm starting to realize that oh my gosh I can connect to God and I can be aware of the things in life that I want to make better. And it's all started because I started eliminating things out of my life that didn't need to be there. And you know what they are. You know that having an extra Coca-Cola a day is going to make you gain weight. You know that drinking too much is going to make you gain weight. You know that watching the news is just going to piss you off. But even even watching things like CSI and like it like that it like it's a cool show don't get me wrong but it it's filling your mind with things that don't need to be there and that is this that's the path i'm on and i'm i again i don't know everything about um outwitting the devil like i'm i'm truly just learning um but I mean why not the the the, def, the 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 definiteness of purpose mastery over self learning from adversity controlling associations time harmony and caution like those are just basic principles of what that book is about and and it makes sense but it also aligns with everything that's in the bible it it it, it aligns with everything that Jesus taught so save your criticism for someone else because I don't like really I you look I talk to Jesus multiple times a day and you know and I hear him talking to me when when I'm even listening to stuff like that I'm aware or if I'm starting to dive down a wormhole that maybe I don't need to be in um, I hear God say hey that's probably not the best thing for you okay well I'm reading this book or listening to it and it is awesome it's awesome because it's so true, Bonnie. I highly recommend. I'm going to put the link in the thing in the comments here, but um, I'm going to. I really think that you should listen to this. I think you should listen to this. I think it'll help you. I really do, and it'll also help you understand God better. I really do. Um, okay, so everybody listening on iHeartRadio, everybody that's listening uh, on Spreaker Live, you, watching on YouTube Live, uh, and also Facebook. Welcome to the show. I am ranting because I. I'm very, very passionate about something right now. I'm passionate about not letting anyone suppress me. Explain to me this, another thing, another thing. Because now like Enos is here, she's from Jordan. So I, it reminds me of my relationship with people. I have a lot of friendships in the middle East. I have a lot of friends that are Muslim And, 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 and we, we've been pitted against other religions because they don't believe like us. But when you actually look at some of the teachings, they're really, 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 really similar really similar. And and you look at Buddhism and you look at Hinduism and all of that stuff. Like is it possible that man created this to control us? Not not the not not Jesus, not not I'm not talking God. I'm not I'm saying like is it possible that the religions that were meant to divide us? Is it possible that the news is there to meant to divide us? Because if we're in conflict if we have conflict in our brain, if we have confusion, like this doesn't feel right, but I'm being told this and I have to accept it. And if I don't accept it, then I'm bad. I'm bad, I'm bad. Like is, what is, what is that? What is that? That is not because when you get rid of that noise and you just connect, when you when you when you get rid of that noise and you connect, it, 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 it the enlightenment and the connection, the ability to the ability to connect to God, the ability to go, show me where I'm where I'm living wrong. Show me where I can improve. Okay, I don't need that donut. I don't need that extra drink. I don't need like it's not about punishment. It's about recognizing what's good for your body. There's nothing. There's nothing in that book. Outside of, you know, it doesn't talk about the Savior and things like that. It doesn't talk about that. But I believe without a hundred with percent, a, even though the book doesn't say it, I know that Jesus died on the cross. I do. And I believe that he was as holy and pure as it is humanly possible to be. It's not even humanly possible. Like, I really believe that. But I also believe in the powers of the universe. And I also believe that this book is a pretty dadgum good guide to help introduce you to what God is all about. I really do. You're not your savior. You're not. Like you're not, you're not. You don't have that power. So again, save the hate mail for someone else because Jesus is who I follow. That is who saved me, his teachings, his wisdom, his guidance, and being able to connect to the Holy Spirit for the first time in my life, and you can call it whatever you want, but that's what it was for me. and. It changed my life and the more I dive in and read and understand the Bible things like outwitting the devil makes sense to me it, it just does because you cannot argue with the powers of energy and the universe you can't you can't it's so freaking real and it aligns with what Jesus teaches that's the thing and so as I'm on this quest to become a better leader and as I'm on a quest to, to really have more compassion and love and understanding of, of things and of people. I'm realizing how important it is for me to be an example. And, 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 and by doing that, it's, it's, I ha- to be the leader I want to be, there's things in my life I've got to fix and I've got to work on. And the more I find it so much easier to connect and I find it so much easier to be able to notice those things I need to work on when I eliminate the poison out of my life. Does it make sense? Okay, so yes, fear-mongering to take control, my friend Taz says, "Um, I'm sweating. That tells you how passionate I am about this subject. And also... Reading hate mail is fun. I mean, I got to tell you, all it does is make me more convicted. And I I care about what I'm talking about. I care about this. I care. I want to know more. Wouldn't you want to know more? Like, if knowing... Let me ask you something. And I want your comments on this, please. If If you knew that you had superpowers, if you knew that there was something great you could do in this world, where it just blew your mind would you not do anything and everything to get there would you not would you not go okay if i could be superman for a day would i give up drinking too much eating too much would i give up having sex with everything that walked would i give up um spending way too much and not saving and not honoring the fact that i've been blessed to receive money Would you not remove those things? Would you not want to know how to connect and become the superhuman that you were meant to be? Would you not? So for me, that's where I'm at. So yes, I follow Christ. And yes, I believe in the power of the universe. I believe in science because I believe God created it. And you can call it, I guess, I mean, look, I mean, some people don't want to call it that. But that's what I call it. So if that's not, if that's something you don't like, then I don't know what to tell you. Because it's what I believe. And I'm here to speak my truth. And that's how I feel. But I also think it's completely ignorant. And this is another reason I believe what I believe. I cannot... I cannot look at other people and just start going, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. I can't do it because they don't, because they don't, they're not Christian, you know, or they don't follow Christ. Like I, I, I'm, I don't have that authority to say over anybody. I have my personal relationship, but I also think that I just think that it's very, very possible. It's very possible that there are, um, How do I say this? Let's this is put this way. We're not supposed to judge anybody. Okay? There's a lot of really great and holy people out there that that connect to God and and have a relationship with Him um, that may not believe exactly the way you believe. I've been to more churches in my life that all taught different things. They were all Christian churches, but yet they taught completely different teachings. They had different philosophies. And the Bible's been modified and changed. Because when you look at the Hebrew text versus the basically the plain English text, it's completely different. The words don't even necessarily mean the same thing. So, I mean, there's something there too. I, get, I just, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to ask why. It's okay to go talk to your preacher, like whatever you believe, talk to him about it. You can't ignore science. You can't, and and you can't like. There's certain universal laws that just are, but but God created those things. God created it all. So, yeah, send your hate mail. It's fine. It's okay. Like I I I, I love you anyway. And 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 look, there's a chance that I'm wrong. But I follow Christ, and I believe in the powers of the universe. Shoot me. Anyway. Have a good day, guys. This is good. I want you guys to hear this real quick. This chick is awesome. I got to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. There was
0: a time I used to look into
1: my was What's up, everybody? Okay. So, thank you. But it's a bathroom break. It's when you do the show by yourself. You can't do that. And there's no commercial breaks. Anyway. I have no idea if what I made said today made sense. I have no idea. Um, but look, I'm on a quest too, man. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn everything I can learn about living the right way. And... To be a better person, to remove every barrier that that I have, that I get in my own way. Like I want to be what I was created to be, and so that means I got to do some work. <laughs> I got to like peel back some layers, and I've got to I've got to break down some of this crap and this baggage. I got to cut. I gotta cut my arm off, basically. Yeah, she's really good. I gotta find out who this is. It doesn't say who she is So good Hey everybody listening on iHeartRadio On Spreaker Thank you guys for listening to my rant We were going to have another guest but he didn't show up That's okay Bonnie, Tiffany, thank you guys so much Enos, great to see you Heidi, wonderful to see you Veronica Yes You've got to listen to the spirit, Veronica You're right That's That's what guides you I have a cue and why some pastor says I need to you need it you don't need to fix you first exactly Harold well I mean exactly again I follow Jesus' teachings that's who I follow that's why you call it a follower of Christ right you follow Christ follower of Christ but it doesn't mean that you can't believe in the powers of the universe and the power of Look, like, think like, yeah, there's some power in positive thinking. Every obstacle creates an opportunity, and it's your choice. Do you let obstacles crush you? These lights are terrible. Do you let obstacles crush you? Or do you find the opportunity in wisdom in those obstacles? In failure. Failure is the biggest blessing you can have. Right? Hold on. We, we're playing a Vimeo commercial to play more music. Hold on. I'm so going here. Okay. But you you, you you have... Like, failure is a good thing. Because if you never fail, how do you learn? How do you grow? And do you know how many opportunities come out of failure? A lot. Oh, a good song, too. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And, um, yeah. Have a good day. Also, if you have the opportunity to, uh, to help someone today, do it. Whether it's across the street. Whether it's picking up someone's groceries that fell. Whether it's opening the door for somebody. Whether it's giving somebody some clothes that maybe you don't need. Um... Do it. Tell someone today that you love them and you're grateful for them that you haven't told in a long time. Good voice. Kelly, you're amazing. Thank you for coming on the show today. Um, hey, Kelly, please uh, plug your website and everything on there so people can uh, follow you or pay attention to what you're doing and your journey with your beautiful daughter. Um... Thanks for watching. I I guess I have to work now. Uh, give a shout out really quick to Soko Cannabis Creations. Go to sococana.com. That's S-O-K-O-C-A-N-N-A.com. Use promo code LIVEMANA to save 10% and get free shipping. Uh, special thanks to FaceCamp. Go to facecamp.net. Really great skincare product. Color evolution. .com for amazing cosmetics, ladies. And a special thanks to the Melissa Hall Show. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. You guys are great. I appreciate you putting up with my rant. I'm pretty sure that I abandoned and alienated most of my audience. Um, but I, I'm, I'm on a journey, man. I'm trying to figure out everything... I can figure out about life and my faith has been nothing but renewed by reading this book even though it questions religion. But faith is not religion. Following Christ is not a religion. It's a way of life. It's a way of living. That's, that's the truth. So, thanks for listening. Take care.